bringing you everything you need to follow the fortunes of the Hurricanes this season in Super Rugby Pacific. This is Hurricane Valley on Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Come on, the Canes. Come on, the Canes. Shortly going to be playing your chat ahead with Jamie McIntosh, who's the Ford's scrum coach, uh, former All Black. He's, I think he's in about his third season now with the Hurricanes. Um, and an interesting team makeup, really, when you think about, uh, you look at the gains and the losses for the Hurricanes. Um, the gains, James Tucker, do like James. I love the industry of the man, played for the Blues last year. Uh, Ngangatani Punivai comes in from the Chiefs and Brad Shields of course returns from the Northern Hemisphere and takes the captain's armband although I'm not sure if he's going to make selection this week I've heard he may have a little niggle but fantastic to have Brad Shields back but when you look at the ones that they've lost from last year Dominic Bird, huge man James Blackwell who's uh, headed off to uh, Japan, just an absolute workhorse is James Blackwell. I'll miss him. Jamie Booth has departed. Dane Coles to Japan, as we know. Owen Franks, Reed Princip, Adi Savia, Julian Savia. So there is six pretty big names. Um, big big talking point for me this year is the first five uh, with Brett Cameron, Aidan Morgan, two very different types of players. And I feel like Brett Cameron's probably more suited to a structured type game. Aidan Morgan, a little bit more of the old razzle-dazzle, really strong in the halfback scenario. TJ Perinara, of course, Cam Roygaard is there. Um, TJ Perinara, I think, is earmarked for about a round three, a round three return. And also, um, is it Geordie? Geordie Viljoen, who's the son of Yogi Viljoen. Um, good man. Strange haircut, but I'm not going to hold that against them. But it is a pretty good... It is a pretty good um, squad as I'm looking through the squad. Now, I mentioned yesterday I really rate Balin Sullivan. Looking forward to seeing him going round again. Uh, Isaiah Walker-Leawiri, the lock, big responsibility on him, I feel, the engine room. Uh, excitement out wide, Josh Morby, Kenny Naholo, Ruben Love and the likes. Uh, and I also think a massive season for Asafu Almoa with the departure of Dane Coles. He is the leader from hooker now. Um, and with Dane Coles, there's also a spot in the All Blacks front row as well. So I will. Uh, I did ask uh, Jamie McIntosh about that. So this is the chat I had with Jamie, affectionately known as Whopper. Of course, played a lot of rugby for Southland. He's coached around the world as well. He's in charge of the front row. But here's my catch-up I had. Six o'clock in the morning it was, Perth time, with Jamie McIntosh. Here's our chat. S-E-N-Z. Let's head over to Perth now where the Hurricanes are preparing for the game against the Western Force who are promising to be better but I think the Hurricanes are going to be better as well. Joining us now, the man in charge of the front row, the grunt, Jamie McIntosh joins us. Jamie, how hot? How hot's Perth? Yeah, we um, had a little bit of a shock to the system on uh, Sunday, Monday. It's a bit of a heat wave, sort of 44, 43 degrees but um, the boys have done really well. I think we come over early and had a good couple of days preparation and we've done some pretty innovative, well, innovative stuff in the heat room back in Wellington and our um, new training facility. So I hope it sets us up for a bit of success. It's pretty amazing where you are at the NZCIS now with, with that. He, just describe to the people that don't understand what that room is like. 
Yeah, it's a pretty incredible room. There's, for starters, I think there's 45 watt bikes in there, and um, we can then dictate the temperature and the humidity and the altitude of the room. So we've had uh, Friday afternoon sessions, and we can get the humidity right up there, heat up around 39 degrees, and um, we've been doing some cool stuff. We've been putting the wrestling mat in there and putting the guys through contact drills while the other half of the group's on the um, on the watt bike. And um, some of those sessions have been as tough as I've seen, actually. Um, so who knows? Um, I think we've used the facility to maximise what we can do out of it, but um, we'll see Friday night if it's, um, if it's putting us in a good spot. <laughs> How's the change amongst the group when... Like you come together before Christmas and then All Blacks start coming back in and then you have all your trainings and your, and your hard platform stuff. But now we're game week. Have you noticed the boys click? Yeah, I think the um, pre-season, when we look at it, I think we're a week 11 and that's including two weeks over Christmas. So, shit, we've had some, some big weeks training and, um, you know, when you look at the squad, I've, I've been around a few rugby squads in my time. They're really, really fit and they work hard. Um, it's just around laying the rugby detail and making sure that you know they're clear. Um, it's not overcomplicated, and they can use those physical attributes, their fitness, their physicality in the in the match. So, look, I think we're in a good spot. Um, young coaching group and a young a young team, so it's all pretty exciting. And we've done some. Well, I think we've done some really cool stuff around our culture, and and um, I guess some some stuff with the boys where we giving the boys more ownership and making them drive their weeks and uh, making the environment a bit more accountable and Clark's been a big part of that. So, look, it's been a, a cool 10 weeks, but obviously the proof will be in the pudding on Friday night. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Clark because with the Sevens background, they're very much about the community and the culture and the family vibe, um, both the men's and women's Sevens team. And that's why Wayne Smith brought Alan Bunting into um, the Black Ferns to develop that part, and it really, really worked. Have, have the boys embraced like a, a refocus on that area? Yeah, I think I think Clark's environmental um, and cultural understanding of teams is pretty impressive. Uh, uh, one of the big things that I think probably just mentioned before is you know trying to create self-efficient athletes that drive their own weeks and. Um, can problem solve and um, uh, uh, us as young coaches and coaches, you know, giving them problems to solve, not solutions, spoon feeding them. So they have to come search and look and drive things. And that's been actually really cool uh, for, I guess, for us coaches around being innovative of how we train them and how we get information to them. Um, but certainly the, you know, the culture is, I think as human beings, most people, we all, we want to belong to something. Um, and teams and families and wherever you are. So to be in a professional rugby team is pretty special. And um, yeah, I think at the moment, we've got a cool group, um, awesome leadership group, some new vice captains and, and captain. And at the moment, it looks like it's all going pretty well. But yeah, we're going to put the environment under pressure with games. And hopefully, as I said, Friday night's going to be a great test because the bullets are the bullets alive. You talk uh, like you guys, your coaching group. You're coaching your players. Who coach? Do you coach each other within your group away from the players? How, how does how does your coaching meetings work? Yeah, so we've actually done some really cool stuff coaching development. Um, 
like I've been coaching for four or five years now. It's probably the most I've ever done over the last six months. We've been really lucky. We've had um, Rusty, our coach development guy, fly from the UK to set up and challenge and, and make us think around how we structure our sessions, how we coach, how do we you know, interact with the guys, how we have tough conversations, how we make the trainings um, competitive with different levels and scenario-based as opposed to, you know, you don't want the old saying where guys are just turning up like dairy cows to get milk, walking on and milk, walking off. So Clark's been a big driver of that as well. So there's myself, Bryn Evans, Corey James, Tyler Blindale, and you can look at that coach and staff and say, yes, we are pretty young and not many runs on, runs on the board, but at the same time, it's pretty exciting because we can work together and craft our own way of, I guess, how we're going about things. And I think the boys really enjoy it too because we expect the boys to work hard on their game and then they see us coaches working hard on our craft and it creates a good culture within the group. As you know, with some coaching, Miles, um, different players... Um, require different things to get them up and get them down and and get them get them through. How hard is it with such a massive squad to treat them as individuals and also treat them as a team? I think it's huge. So I know you hear it a lot, but I think connecting or having a great connection and um, with the players and allows you to coach them at a deeper level. Um, and. You know, you want to care about them. I genuinely do care about all the players in the team. So you can have good conversations away from rugby and then challenging conversations in rugby. Um, but you have 42 people in your squad. Uh, you've really got to make the most of your time and, and give a lot of your time and energy to these boys. Um, at the same time, it's pretty rewarding because you're, you're learning stuff both ways. The Hurricanes have always been an exciting team to follow, support, watch, that sort of thing. Um, is there still like counter-attacking intuitiveness um, with, with Clark as, as, as the big cheese, I guess? What, what's his philosophy on playing the game? Is it expansive? Oh, look, I think we all know what we can do with the ball. Um, I th- you know, our game model of the Hurricanes has been refined and I think they were really clear around, I guess, our strengths of the game. But if you looked at the Hurricanes, you got calm in the chaos of the storm. So we've been pretty good at the chaos at times uh, where we can create chaos with the ball. But, um, yeah, I think we've been growing our ability to be calm, playing the right bits of the area, um, rely on our set piece and trust our set piece a bit more. Um, So, look, I think we're just finding our balance between what Hurricanes do and um, then having that control on the game around, uh, yeah, I guess that balance between where we play footy and and, um, how smart we can be around that stuff. Talking to assistant coach of the Hurricanes, Jamie McIntosh. Jamie, the the force, I I listened to an interview with their captain and they are so determined and, and their theme for this season is last year they did the Chicago Bulls, this year they're doing the... New England Patriots. Um, they are going to be hellishly determined and they're so tough in West Australia. They tour terribly, but they're very good at home, aren't they? Yeah, they'll be tough, mate. I know the head of high performance, Simon Thomas, I work with him over when I coached in America. and Yeah, he's a very, very good themer of seasons and um, extremely good at getting those boys motivated and fit. So, yeah, I'm under no illusion of I guess, what's coming. Um, 
And I think you can see in a few of these Aussie teams, the reds and, and the force, the way that they're speaking in the media and the way that they've been training. I mean, they had four games pre-Christmas, so they should be fairly organised. And um, yeah, I think making our boys aware of that, but we've, we've just got to control what we can control. And that is our game model and how we play and what we do. And um, I think that we've got a pretty good culture and done a lot of hard work as well. So be a bit of a um, test on Friday night to see who, um, who's doing it better. And finally, Jamie, uh, the area you're responsible for in the set piece, the grunt. You happy with the boys and how hard they're going? Yeah, um, shift the last couple of years at the Hurricanes, I think, um, has been a massive shift in, in, um, in the front rowers and, and the boards around their set piece and how much they they love it and they work really hard. And we're really lucky to be that spearheaded by someone like Terrell Lomax. But we've got young guys, and well, not young guys, but guys in this team who are starting to scrum really well. You got, you know, Xavier Namir, uh, Pussy, um, Fossey. We've got, um, yeah, a whole handful of front rows that have scrum really well in the preseason. Done a lot of work on our scrum and our mall and our line out, and I think we're in a good spot. Um, be nice to, you know, get on, <laughs> get on the pitch and. and see where we're actually at on the Friday night. And Asafu Amua, massive year for him. No Colsey, uh, doesn't have to share the 16 and the 2 jersey. Huge opportunity for him this year. I bet he's hungry. Oh, I haven't seen like he's come into our environment and then just incredible. Uh, 118 kilos, running a five-flat Bronco, benching 200, um, driven at training around standards and uh, hence why he was made our vice captain. He's been just thinking a real determined special spot. So if you stack things up, I think he's stacking up to um, yeah, have a pretty dominant Super Rugby. And I know through my time on one-on-ones with him, how much he wants to try and nail down that spot in the All Blacks and become a full-time All Black because it meant a lot to him and his family. So he's doing everything right he can at the moment. Mate, I know the work that you guys have put in, the coaching staff and the playing staff, it's all about to get underway over in Perth. Uh, I really appreciate you talking to us so early over there, mate, and uh, wish you all the very best for Friday and the rest of the season. Thanks heaps, buddy. No, cheers, Seth, and hopefully we can get one done for the New Zealand teams. Yes, let's hope so. Uh, Jamie McIntosh there. Um, it's good unity down there. I, I was down at the training base. It was... Thursday last, yeah, Thursday last week when they're having their final run before they took on Moana Pacifica, which they ended up winning quite comfortably, 59-26, which was TJ Perinara's, I think he got about 20 minutes uh, on the field. Huge, huge congratulations for what he's been through the last 18 months with his injury rehab. Um, and, of course, they went down 52-19 to the Highlanders uh, the week before in their first of their preseason games. Now, the, the Super Rugby shows are going to be inclusive this year. I want to hear from you, but come on, Hurricanes fans. Who are you looking forward to here uh, with, the, with the defections? And it won't take long before we stop talking about Artie's not there and Dane Coles isn't there and the other ones that have gone. Um, there's some exciting young talent. The teams are all going to be named uh, at 4 o'clock today. That's a good initiative by Super Rugby. Um, that every team's going to be named at four o'clock. It's going to be pretty hard to pick, I think, for the Hurricanes, the loose forward trio. Let me know your thoughts, Hurricanes fans, or just rugby fans, on 0800 150 We're going to crank the lines open till 2.30. But when you look at their loose forward um, mix with the likes of uh, 
Duplessis Karifi, Peter Lakai, big opportunity for him this year. Uh, Devin Flanders, who's been absolutely brilliant. Uh, Braden Yossi as well. Um, so many good players to choose from. And others that can play, uh, I know Isaiah Walker-Lear, he's played six occasionally, James, uh, Justin Sangster as well. And then in the backs, I'll be looking forward to seeing who gets the 10, the 10 jersey to, to kick us off. Will it be uh, Brett Cameron? Will it be Aidan Morgan? Where does Ruben Love slot in? And Josh Morby. Uh, Morby can play fullback. He can play wing. Um, I think they'll probably go Ruben Love at the back. And I think I'm right in saying it's Billy Proctor's 50th game for the Hurricanes. Um, of course, Matty Proctor, his brother, will be suiting up for the Melbourne Rebels this year. Um, Salisi Rayasi as well, because in the wings, they're pretty well well blessed. Kenny Naholo, an excitement machine. Uh, Salisi Rayasi, as I mentioned. Uh, Josh Morby, 15, 14, not 100% sure. In the front row, uh, <laughs> Tyrell Lomax, uh, Rakati Stones, Namir, uh, Pasilio Tosi, who... Jamie McIntosh really, really rates, but Asafu Amua is the big watch for me in this team this year for the Hurricanes. So do please give me a, a yell. We've got time. Um, I insist that you call Hurricanes fans and tell me who you're looking forward to seeing, who's going to push themselves further and further up the pecking order in New Zealand rugby. 0800 150 811. Give us a yell. Bringing you everything you need to follow the fortunes of the Hurricanes this season in Super Rugby Pacific. This is Hurricane Valley on Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Yes, midnight Friday when they take on the force. That will be game one. Game two is against the Reds. That's in the... What do they call it? It's not the magic round. But it's the equivalent of the magic round. In Melbourne, they will be playing the Reds. And then they come home to Sky Stadium for a huge clash against the Blues. And that's 7 o'clock on Saturday, March 9, the first time the home fans get to see them. And then they're down to play the Crusaders and then back home to play the Rebels, who I think the Rebels are going to upset some teams this year along their way. Uh, I think point starts and Rebels matches is the way I'm going to go. Now, Life Member Zade's caught up to chat the Hurricanes, which I'm excited about. G'day, Zade. Hurricanes back in Angus. Um, I've just got a few questions quickly. Sure. Um... Have you still got, um, a, is it a Ronnie Clark coming on or no? No, we were going to have a Ronnie Clark on, but he's crook today. He messaged me, he said yes yesterday, and then he, many, many apologies. He's not well, so he's staying home today. But oh, he has okay. said he'll come and do it next week. Oh, so is there no guest for the Blue Show today then? Junior Tanu'u, Junior Ofisa Tanu'u is uh, going to be joining us. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, he, I don't think he played it this year, but... um. I was wondering if it's not rugby, but if you could put a few questions forward to him, like maybe about the like you know the, like the black clash and like how he's enjoyed um, playing like a bit of cricket since he's been retired from rugby. Oh, I'm happy to ask him about that. Yeah, and just what he thinks about like the um, what he thinks about the young halfbacks for the Blues, like um, Tofa Funaki and um, Sam Nock. Um, but yeah, on the Hurricanes, they've obviously got a pretty solid team. You know, they got some young kids like what Josh Morby and. Uh, Ruben Love and obviously they've still got Geordie Barrett there at second five so it's obviously another big year for him uh, and you're talking about Asafa Amor obviously year for him to try and stake, stake his spot in the All Blacks this year obviously because they got no Dane Coles anymore for the Canes or the All Blacks but I, I think they'll be about mid-table the Canes I reckon maybe about third, third fourth or fifth so I think they, they're obviously still growing and they've got quite a young team but obviously I think their gap is still their um, 
as obviously their first five, it seems, eh, with um, obviously what they got there, Aiden Morgan mm. and Brett Cameron. So that's probably where their weakest point is, probably is their, is their um, first five, I think, compared to like some other teams, like the obviously the Blues have got Perifetta, who's starting to get a bit more established. And then you've got the Chiefs with McKenzie, obviously the Crusaders, They've got a bit of a, a bit of different year with first wives of um, Rivers Rihanna and Toto Camera, and then I think what the Highlanders have got the guy from Wales that Reese Patchell. So mm. you'd obviously say it's a open year for first wives, really. Other than McKenzie, he's the only one that's really established, and Parasite. The other ones are all pretty pretty young, really, aren't they? Yeah, and it's interesting. You, t- you take Richie Moonga and Bowden Barrett out of Super Rugby, and uh, yeah. it's wide open, isn't it? Yeah, so it should hopefully be a good year this year in Super Rugby, and hopefully there's a lot of tight games. And um, obviously that Rebel situation isn't too well. And then I've obviously heard there's been a few rumblings about the Force. Obviously the guy apparently that owns the Force has got quite a lot of money, and apparently I also heard that he might want to leave. So it's not looking the best for Australian Rugby Union. I'm not sure if there's any way we can reaffect that for next year. But I've even heard like the Rebels, they don't know if they can even sell tickets because they're in that much debt. Right? So in that much debt, so. It's not too good, looking too good for the Rebels. Like this year, obviously look, looking like their last year. Obviously, Moana Pacifica, um, they've got to obviously get some wins this year because I'm not sure what their obviously situation in Super Rugby's like. Obviously, they've got Tana Umanga, so it's a it's a big year for them as well. You've obviously got the Drua, so yeah, it, it's definitely a a good Super Rugby, and hopefully we'll see a lot more closer games this year. Not too many, not too many blowouts, you know. Even the Drua Blues. I think the Blues should win, but it should hopefully be a tighter one. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, I think the Drew are going to be going to be good in this competition this year. Very, very good. Um, looking forward. They were good to... last year. It was just a way they weren't that good. Yeah, no, they'll get it sorted. I think they'll get it sorted. Zade, great to have you on the show, buddy. Thank, Thank you. you so much. That's the life member Zade. We'll go down to Wellington Town. Gary from up heart. G'day, Gary. G'day, Steph. Hey, I think if we go judging on how big a crowd turned up for that pre-season game, I think they're going to do all right. <laughs> yeah, how <laughs> big was, was the crowd, crowd there? I don't know how many it actually was, but it was in the thousands, that's for sure. It, it, the whole place was full. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I went down. I thought I'll be there in plenty of time. Uh, I turned around and went home and watched the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't yeah. get a park. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I couldn't get anywhere near the damn place. I was way too late. So I watched a bit of it on the telly. Um, oh, no, they look all right. Um, it's a bit of a rebuilding season, really. Um, the one that I'm, I'm quite interested in, though, would be um, Duke C. Griffey. See what he can do this year. I know he's a really talented young guy. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see him be able to push through, but I don't know. So he is a little bit short, but he's got everything else. And holy cow, does he play 100% every single game? Oh, does he? He is, yeah, he is a motor mouse, isn't he? As you say, he's not big in stature, but geez, he's big in heart, and he's very strong. Yeah, he is. He is. I'm not too sure about the haircut, but uh, you know, each to their own. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. I thought it's it was go- very bright. You're not going to lose him. Put it that way. Yeah, are you going to the cricket tonight? No, nah, I'm not. No, nah, I'm actually looking down at the stadium at the moment. Bloody beautiful day here. The wind's just picking up, though. So it's going to be pretty breezy by the time that they um, get around the bowl on the first ball tonight. All right, mate. Good to have you on. Yeah. Go well. All right. Cheers, buddy. Yeah, he sort of pointed out a couple there. Um, and Ken's actually 
Text through saying, Staff, the Hurricanes will go okay. They're lacking in a few areas. Plenty of young talent that probably need a couple more seasons at super level. I've got them at sixth or seventh. I think I'm the same, Ken, realistically. There are a couple of areas that will improve, and I think they'll be much better for it next year. But you, you do need season under your belts for some of these younger guys um, to really develop. And there are a few sort of areas, because I really hope Brett Cameron has a has a good year. I think he's a very, very good footballer who's found himself in not too good of teams in recent times um, with some better players around him. I think it could be. Well, I hope it, it is a very good year for um, Brett Cameron. Uh, Chris said, will Super Rugby be around in two to three years? It's getting worse every year. This must be the least excitement ever for the comp. Um, Steph Oh, no, that's, I've already read that one out from Ken. Yeah, I would say there's not as much excitement as there was 20 years ago, uh, no doubt about that. I'm still quite excited in the fact that it's not who's going to beat the Crusaders this year. I like that it's a little bit more open, um, and I think there will be with so many of the older guys on sabbaticals or retiring or or not available at the moment, there is the opportunity for some youngsters, and I always use the Cam Roygaard example, um, that could come through and really push hard. That's what I'm looking forward to. So that's Hurricanes Valley. We'll take a break. We'll be back with Blues Brothers, and joining us will be Officer Tonu'u.